This is Women Authors of Achievement Podcast, episode 40, with guest Emmy Sarah Carstensen. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Dario Savorova, and welcome to today's conversation. In 2016, Amy Sarah Carstensen founded Art Night, a platform for in-person created-yourself experiences with the aim of inspiring people to break their daily routines and experience creative flows. Today, along with her personal journey to finding her passion for creativity, we speak about her experience participating in the Lion's Den and why she's mentoring teenagers across Germany on the topic of entrepreneurship. Let's learn how to activate our very own creative powers with Amy Sarah Carstensen. And don't forget to subscribe to the show on waa.berlin. Hello, Emmy. Spring has officially arrived in Berlin, and I'm very, very happy to welcome you in the studio today. Thank you very much for enabling me to be here. I was reading that you were growing up in a family where both of your parents were entrepreneurs. And initially, you were never planning to become an entrepreneur. You wanted to be something opposite of your parents, right? <laughs> um, but can you share with me the story of how entrepreneurship won you over eventually? Yes. So... What I learned from my parents quite early when I was a child and also a teenager was that they weren't really afraid f to start from zero. Um, so uh, I grew up in a pub with my mom and my dad. He was working as an engineer and then also founded a couple of companies, my mom as well. So she did always a lot of things that she was really passionate about. And both of them failed often. And both of them are today quite successful. And I grew up with living in a one-room apartment and moving to a house, moving to a one-room apartment again, not really being able to buy what we wanted to buy and then having money overall again. So for me, it was really sure I want to have security. I want to climb up the career ladder. And I think maybe some of you can also relate to that. So by my mid-20s, I just realized, okay, maybe I'm not that different than my parents are. So maybe I'm a little bit more similar to them. And that was a moment when I had a coaching session. So I was part of a coaching program. I worked at Bertelsmann, which is a large media company here in Germany. And they really enabled me to learn a lot, to grow a lot. And I was doing that coaching session in the middle of nowhere. And I was thinking about my next career steps because I was a lead already in my mid-20s. And then suddenly I was sitting there, can remember that, sitting on my bed and thinking like, oh, damn it. I think I'm so similar to my parents. <laughs> and I think the only thing I want to do is entrepreneurship. <laughs> so how can I do this? And then I decided to talk to my boss quite early um, to look for some opportunities because I was an entrepreneur back then already. And then I thought, okay, now it's the best time. Okay. And that brought you to Art Night. Yes, correct. That's awesome. And how did you think of the idea? Because that was back in 2016 that you began to rethink offline leisure activities and even fostered a little bit of anti-digital trend. Yes. Um, <laughs> I love that. Why did you feel this experience was missing in the market and that you needed to start Art Night? Yeah, so there are two main aspects. So the one is that I think and I really truly believe that we are stuck in our daily digital routines. So we are consuming instead of creating a lot. So we are spending more than nine hours a day on average. Um, for me, it's even sometimes more in front of a screen. And, and this is holding us back. So our social life has 
partially move to the internet, which I think has a lot of advantages and brings a lot of excitement. Um, but on the other hand, we are missing social interaction. And this has another negative effect because we're missing out social interaction, which is then the case that in Germany and in Europe, across Europe, the numbers are quite similar, that more than 50% of the people feel lonely sometimes or more often. And loneliness is something which causes really physical and psychological health issues. And for us, social interaction, and maybe some of you know that it is um, the pyramid and hierarchy of needs from Laszlo. And we need to sleep, we need to eat, and we need social interactions as human beings. And no digital device can really help us to get real social interaction. And this is why I think those both two things are really important to to do something against it. And going back to 2016, you were like, mom, dad, I'm just like you, following your footsteps. I'm starting Art Night. And how did your family and your friends react to the idea? Back my then? mom was laughing. <laughs> and you know what? Because so my whole family is quite creative. My mom and my stepdad, they were both singers in a band. My mom is quite good in painting. My grand um, grandfather was also a painter and he was making a living from his art. And so whole family, super creative. And for me, it was more when I painted Back then, I wasn't that successful, I would say, even though if you cannot say if you painted, you're successful or not. But I was always told also by the teachers, I'm ambitious, but I'm missing and lacking talent oh, no. <laughs> in music or in art. So for me, it was more focusing on Excel or focusing on business topics and economics. So when I called her and then I told her, okay, mom, I'm, I'm going to found a business and we were doing painting classes in bars and restaurants. She was thinking I'm making a joke. So that was the first reaction that she left. And then the second thing was, okay, if you think this is your passion and you want to do it, then go for it. Yeah, I love that. She was probably thinking, okay, here's the the genetics are kicking in. This is the artist <laughs> coming out of her. Finally. <laughs> uh, finally, right? And now it's actually called Real Entertainment Group. And there's a few events happening. Art night, shake night, plan night and bake night. First of all, how come did you decide to grow it? Was it a gradual decision? Was it something that just started, kick it off uh, suddenly? And also, how do you manage to bring together 30,000 people every month? I mean, this is a lot. Yes. So our mission and also the vision of the company was quite in the beginning that we saw that we want to be the experienced production company uh, where we bring people together. On the other hand, where we are breaking daily, the daily routines of people mm -hmm. and creating a creative flow experiences. And this is also what we're doing. So we started with Art Night, which is still the biggest and uh, brand or the creative experience that we are focusing on most. And then we've just added other experiences pre-corona. So it was shaking, cocktail events, uh, which is paused currently. We have plant night, planting events and DIY events. And we have also bake nights, which were baking events. And we started all the three of them actually before COVID. So still today, it's more, it's still experimenting a little bit with new categories that we're having. Um, but the mission of the company is still the same of being like the number one created yourself experience company. Um, and and in person, Europe. it just looks like a, a bunch of people come together. And there is a person who, for instance, showcases you some art skills, and then you you have a class together. Is this is this how it works? There are some processes behind it. So we're doing a couple of thousand events offline every month. 
and we do not act like an event agency. And I think that's the difference. So we are a platform. Um, we are working together with amazing workshop hosts, um, many artists who are part of our community. We select them, we train them also how to do an art night, for example, because for us, it's important that we really have a great quality and we have an NPS above 95, which is amazing for an offline event product. But this is like the, the biggest aim that we're having, that we are providing like a really top notch experience to our customers. That's nice. When can I attend the next one? <laughs> oh, there are a couple of ones happening every day in Berlin. So you can just every book them on artday.com. <laughs> <laughs> every single day. Okay, I have to do this after the recording and just like attend, be there. But now to the funding part, because this is interesting. And I was reading that you pitched to Lion's Den. And this is huge in Germany. Maybe some people don't know about it. So it would be great if you can share what is Lion's Den and what it also meant for your business idea. Yes. So Lion's Den is a TV show, which is aired, I think, once a year or twice per year here on German television. It is actually also well known in other countries. Um, so in the UK, I think it's called Dragon's Den. There are different names, but same system. So there are people sitting in front of you, which are investors <laughs> or business angels, and you have to pitch in front of them and then they choose whether they would like to invest or not. So it's actually a startup pitch in front of a couple of investors, um, but it's all yeah, recorded and then aired in TV. Okay, so it's not live. Yeah, it is not live, but everything you can see is quite live because you are not, it is not scripted. And I think this is also what makes the show really successful. So nothing is scripted. You really stand in front of the door. So it is a huge door. And then once this door opens and you know, okay, now I have to walk out there and I have to pitch and give everything that maybe some of them would like to invest. And how much time do you have for the pitch and why did they select you? You only have a couple of minutes and there are um, castings going on. So you can apply for being part of the casting. Then you have to go through a casting and then you're invited or not. And then the pitch, like actually you're in the room for a little bit longer. So I think for 45 to 50 minutes and it actually feels like a normal pitch so if i'm also pitching in front of investors uh, via zoom or in life you usually have like 45 minutes to an hour um, and you have to present the idea quite quickly in the beginning and then you can go a little bit more into detail so that's quite similar mm -hmm. and uh you pitched and the investors were sold so how how did the process look uh, afterwards yeah so um it was really exciting because you're not just simply pitching. So, you know, whenever you say something wrong, whenever you cannot answer a question, Germany will see it, Germany will hear it. <laughs> so that was really exciting. And we had an offer of two investors and then we went with uh, Georg Kufler, um, which is a really fantastic entrepreneur, also in Germany, um, well known in the media scene, has also um, now leading a huge company, which is called Social Chain. And afterwards, typical process like you have after an investor says yes so you have a due diligence process and um, so they're checking if everything what you've pitched and um, you've said is true um, have a deep dive into the numbers legal documents etc and then you're just preparing the contracts and then let's go that's awesome and at the beginning back in 2016 or earlier like did you also look for other prizes or other funding opportunities like how did you start with finding a funding opportunities for Art Night? We started Bootstrap. So we invested 4,800 euro, <laughs> which was really a lot back then. And what wa which was like helpful just to kick off the business. And in my opinion, the less money you have, 
the better you can create a business from the beginning. With um, 4,800. Yes. So we started with 4,800. Wow. You have to be creative, you know? If you have a lot of money, you're just spending it. What and did you spend that first money for? I mean... So we were sitting in a co-working space um, and it costed like 50 euro per, per month, which was fine. And then we actually needed the money for buying material for the art nights. So for buying canvases, brushes, paints, etc. For also we produced some flyers material. We had some gift card boxes, which we like put together by ourselves and really try to not spend a lot of money. And this was how we came up with some great marketing initiatives, because if you don't have a lot of money to spend, you need to be creative. Right. And but what about the website, the logo? We like created design? everything by ourselves. So oh, wow. the logo, we've changed it just yesterday. So the logo that you maybe know from Art Night um, is the logo that I've created in PowerPoint. And I paid like five euro to a friend to actually create a JPEG and PNG. Yeah thing out of it and that was it that's and amazing website was built in wordpress uh, we used an iframe from eventbrite where we could sell the tickets and this was how we grew and until the end of 2019 even in 2020 we still had that wordpress page of course we had a development team and we're, we're putting a lot of things on the wordpress page now we have a new platform but um, nowadays i think it's quite easy to start from scratch with not a lot of money for how long did you run with those four thousand? For approximately nine months, uh, we did so um, because our goal was in the beginning to reach 20K in revenue or in sales um, per month. And then we started looking for funding. And this was something that we we tried to do and which worked out. And then we were reaching out to some um, angel investors first. Um, and we had a mixture of angel investment and the Lion's Den investment. That's incredible. I mean, this is such an important learning because now you get to hear like the pre-seed fundings, like overwhelming amounts and, you know, founders pitching for a lot. And then you guys just kickstarted and found angel investors and already were uh, profitable, like almost from probably month two or yes. month incredible and you know what this is real <laughs> entrepreneurship for me so um for me it's also their business model where it makes totally sense that you're funding a lot of money mm -hmm. and then there are other business models where the more money you have the more it hurts your business and in my opinion for me real entrepreneurship is to create like the best thing out of it and to create really a company with not really a lot. So to create a profitable company with 4,800 euro, we have also a couple of financing rounds done now. But for me, the money is always just an enabler to really um, achieve that in the next step, if it really makes sense. That's so admirable. And where do you see, Amy, going from here, Art Night developing and what's the future looks like? Yes. So the last two years were quite tough uh, because we were facing a pandemic and our product was from one day to the other. We weren't really able to provide product. So when I'm looking in the future, still what our goal is to become like the number one experience production company within Europe. And we are now, luckily, we are able to start again with our offline events. We've also hosted a lot of online events, but customers love to do offline. So we are fo focusing completely on that to get back on track back from crisis mode and then hopefully breaking so many daily routines from as many people as you can imagine with our creative events. And speaking about creativity and, you know, finding that inner creative juices, I know that you 
are the front runner of creative and positive mindset. And those are important topics in your life. Um, how come that you really highlighted those topics for you as a kind of North Star of motivation? I wasn't really sure about those topics. So for me, I'm a positive person since I can think about it. So um, I'm spiritual and positive and I really yeah, enjoy life and try to make the best out of life every day. Um, Even as a founder, when you're like confronted with stress <laughs> and a lot of things happening on a daily basis, you still manage to stay like sane and happy. This is this is amazing. You know, I'm also not happy every day. And of course, <laughs> some struggles are real and uh, crying and being angry and whatever kind of emotions you can you can imagine, like on a daily basis. It's like a roller coaster. But for me, it's like getting up in the morning and then I'm just trying to do my best. And for me, one of the biggest motivation is to learn. Um, to do everything with compassion, with courage, and I'm really curious. So um, this is what really drives me forward. And about creativity, I can't imagine like now I'm 33 years old and I'm thinking of that around 30 years, I was saying I'm not a creative person. And I was then challenging that and I was really thinking about, okay, what is really the topic that drives me? And since five and a half years in my signature, there is like, I'm not saying best regards or anything like that. So there's creative regards, Amy. And then <laughs> I was, I was, I was looking at it and I think like, yes, creativity is really something that drives me and creativity in a way of to dare to create. So creativity is also a word that is somehow sometimes misunderstood or directly linked to artists or art or yeah, doing something in that field. But for me, creativity means really to create something, something new, to dare also to create. So you can also copy a painting and make your completely own painting out of it. And this for me, creativity, you can find creative solutions in coding. This is for me also creativity. If you do something new and you change something and you add your personal thing to it. And this is what really drives me because I think we all need more creativity and we should thrive towards it. You also mentioned spirituality. How did spirituality came into your life? Mm, I think it was my life <laughs> since I can ever think of. But also saying my mom is quite spiritual. And for me, it's more, I would say, like grounded spirituality. So for me, everything sometimes also happens for a reason. And of course, positive mindset and believing in dreaming big and that we all can do a lot of things is something that I really, yeah, strong believer into it and also following your own intuition. So our intuition is so strong and we just mislearned to listen to it <laughs> because I, our mind and inner voices are also so strong. So this is something that I'm really following. But I'm trying to understand, is this something that you learned or is this something that was part of your personality? I mean, this open-minded mindset, this um, eagerness to learn, the search for creativity and finding purpose. Some people are born with it and it's easy, as you said. You stand yeah. up in the morning, you're like, hey, this is a great day. I'm going to solve a problem today. This is awesome. <laughs> but some people really might need to learn this. And I wonder which one are you? Is something that perhaps you were a teenager and you're like, wait, let me learn this mindset. Let me mm -hmm. try to be this person. I think it's a mixture. So a couple of months ago, and that was really interesting. So if you're interested in spirituality, I can recommend you to do a human design reading, which says actually human design combines different thoughts. So yeah, we'll not go too much into detail, but you are actually analyzing when you're born, where you're born. And then human design says like, 
this is kind of your personality. And I had this reading with this old woman. She was like 70 years old and is doing that since 25 years. So analyzing people based on this human design method, based on their date of birth and, and hours of birth, etc. And she was actually telling me who I am based on this reading. So that was really, really crazy. It was a crazy experience. I love to experience new things. So I'm trying out a lot of things. And <laughs> um, that was really crazy. And then I thought, okay, maybe it's given from the beginning on. But to be honest, it's also based on experiences. So I think the way how I grew up, what I've learned from the people around me, from my parents, from friends, from all the experience that I have made the last years, I think that also forms your personality. And you can always choose every day mm -hmm. who you want to be, what you want to do, and how you want to create your day. And I think every day is a new chance to start over. 100% agree with you on that, that it's, it's a choice. It's a personal choice. Where do you think people are at today in terms of creativity and being innovative after being in uncertainty and very kind of limited pandemic state of mind for the last two years? I think the pandemic had one advantage, if you can say it like that. And this is that people were bored sometimes. You know, in the first lockdown, so many people started to be creative and started puzzling, started painting, started playing an instrument because we were breaking out of our daily routines. We were not allowed to go out. Uh, we were not allowed to do all the things that we were used to do. Or even escaping ourselves, our Or own company. even escaping ourselves. So we were all sitting at home and then starting a lot of different hobbies. And I think boredom is really important for creativity. And I wish all of us more boredom sometimes because you're most creative if you're just going out for a walk not listening to podcasts. Listen, of course, to this podcast, but uh, not <laughs> like, listening to music or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> but wh what I mean is just like being with yourself and really experiencing what is happening around you and being bored. So my message to you, be bored. Yeah. And then and, and let you create and let your thoughts flow. I guess that's that's the best part. I cannot agree more. Besides being bored, how else can people regain personal creativity and this energy to create because every second person I talk to these days, they speak about burnout, they speak about lack of motivation. What else can they do to fuel their energy? I think this is caused because we all want to be something. We all want to have something and we are not thinking about becoming that or being that in a progress. And for me, it's something we everything needs to be related to a goal and this is what we experience for all our art nights so what does not work so art night is actually for adults a lot what does not work is that we are offering an art night where it's not clear what kind of painting you're going to paint we have tested that out it failed why because adults need a result so this is why we are selling motifs that you're painting for example a brilliant skyline or motif similar to Van Gogh or anything else. So you actually see the result. So we're telling you after two and a half hours, you will have painted this painting, exactly this motif. Everything else does not really work. Why? We have mislearned it. And then what happens during actual art night, and this is quite a good example compared to the question you have asked. In the first 15 minutes, everybody really follows 
step by step the instructions of the artist before people are able to let go a little bit to free their creativity and just to follow their creative flow. So to use different paints, different colors, create completely different models. And what is amazing is that after an art day, like all paintings look different and everybody has painted something different. And I think this is so important to let go of expectations, to not being result driven, but being just on flow in the process and to see what is the outcome. And I think the biggest misunderstanding is that we are all want to have creativity to get a better result for getting better solutions. But creativity does not work like that. So um, you're the most creative if you're not thinking about it. And if you're just letting things go and enjoy the progress and are not result driven. And this is so yeah, it's crazy because we all want to have more creativity, but we force it. <laughs> and the more we force it, the harder it gets really to be creative. Right. Like everything else, like results, happiness, state of mind, appearance, you know, if this is forced, this causes probably distortion and rather being upset with not reaching certain results or expectations. So I cannot agree more. And I think also when you said about mental health, like we are putting all ourselves like so much under pressure. Because we have to be productive all the time. You have to get up at 5 a.m., then do your morning routine, then go to work, then go to sports, whatever you have to do. And I think uh, what would, would be helpful for us just to be sometimes. I would like to talk about the startup teens uh, because you are a member of the advisory board. And could you tell me, Amy, why is it important to inspire young people to become entrepreneurs? I know it's a very dear topic to your heart and I really wanted to speak to you about this. Yeah, so the goal of Startup Teens and also of myself is to inspire young people to be entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs. So entrepreneurs is also something that is quite interesting within a company. And I think we need innovation. There, the future that is coming, like innovation will be the number one thing that we need. We need people with drive. We will have also in the future probably some problems that needs to be solved. And for me, entrepreneurship is exactly that. So solving problems, making the world a little bit better, thriving for something new. And the new generation, so the Gen set, if you look at some studies, most of them, what they want is security. And especially in Germany, most of them would love to work in the public sector because there it is most secure and you can earn money. And this is a little bit of thought a lot of people are having that in the startup scene, you're not earning a lot of money, that you don't have stability, that everything is really insecure. And if I'm looking at the market currently, it's so tough to find good talent. And it's really a war of talents, not only in Berlin going on and to find really the best young people also to educate, to work with and to um, inspire. And what I really wish for Germany, for Europe, for the world is that we're having more entrepreneurs that are really, yeah, bringing mm -hmm. their ideas into action. This is such an expected news because I always thought, well, Gen Z, teenagers, so driven to start their own you know, career, not to have this uh, predicted corporate career letter, you know. So this is news. But it's incredible that we need to put actually even more effort to make sure that they go into entrepreneurship. So how can teenagers be motivated to explore this topic? What is the key to making it reality for them? I think the key are role models, especially in Germany compared to other countries. It is really it's more a shame that you're talking about your success and what you're doing and everybody's really shy to do so. 
you get a lot of critique if you're in public and sentence like, yeah, you always have to be on the stage, you need it, you need that applause, etc. And for me, it's more, I really would love to encourage all entrepreneurs out there or people with different jobs and, and things they love to speak out more, just to present more opportunities. And if you look at an uh, average pupil in school, the number one job, you know, what people are doing is becoming a teacher. <laughs> so maybe you have also thought about becoming a teacher at some time in your childhood, because that was the, the job you knew. And I think it is really important that we're just like presenting more role models and showing a little bit more what you're actually able to do. And how often do you meet in person with the teenagers as part of the member of the advisory board? Depends. Um, so last week we had like a, a live event on YouTube uh, where we interacted with a lot of teenagers. And yeah, it depends on the different occasions. So there are different events happening every week, every month where you can interact. There's also a mentoring program going on. Um, currently, I don't have right now a, a teen as a mentee, but I had to in the last six months. And it's like constant progress going on. Mm -hmm. Is there a way that people, if they're interested in supporting, can apply? Yes, I think you can it? reach out directly to Startup Teens on a website. So if you would love to be a mentor and uh, reach out to startup teens if you would love to support as a company uh, the initiative reach out to startup teens or if you're a teenager reach out to startup teens as well i know the topic of female empowerment is very close to your heart amy and that's why my last question i'm especially excited to hear your answer who do you look up to and who do you define as your woman author of achievement i have a mixture of different women so for me it's Every woman really who dares to stand up and to make a difference and to, to really dare to create is an inspiration for me. And if I'm looking at the US, I think Sarah Blakely did an amazing job. She's supporting women. She has founded Spanx, also bootstrapped. Now she sold the company. If I'm looking also in Germany, there is Kati and Christina from Uya, which are also supporting a lot of women. They have also built up their company bootstrap. So I think they're also a huge role model. And there are a couple of more, but those three I want to point out, especially because I think they're really doing great. And for me, also for role models, it's not linked to special personalities. It's more the actions that I really love people to see if they're doing something special. Thank you for mentioning and sharing the highlight tonight. And that's actually a wrap of our conversation today, Emmy. Thank you for being in the studio I loved your approach. I really feel energized by just sitting across <laughs> you here. I can feel that very positive, creative energy coming also towards me. So thank you so much for sharing that tonight. Thank you. And sharing also your insights and how you kickstarted everything. I think, you know, just sometimes you have to think to yourself, well, I just have to do it. You know, I just have to found something. And, and from there on, the story develops. From there on, the puzzles come together. And that's the biggest learning I take away. And let's just, let's make it flow. Scream, yes, <laughs> dare, and then do. And Amazing. Do, do, do is most important. Thank you. Wishing you a great day. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. You can subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please don't forget to leave us a review. We're always excited to read them. If you want to interact with us, the guests, or the podcast listeners, then head over to our Instagram page at waa.berlin. And while you're there, make sure to check our webshop. Thank you again for listening, and we're looking forward to being back soon.
Thank you.